doesn't stop the grind doesn't stop especially here on the 15th episode of the original geek show thanks for listening i am your host of course nick the renaissance man helms and it's going to be a good episode i hope everybody had a great new year this is the first episode of 2022 so uh we made it guys we made it to the next year made it through another christmas holiday so congrats to everybody on that and uh let's see 2022 let's hope that it's a better year than the past uh, previous two years been um, but we know how the world is these days so but uh, we will do our best we'll keep striving on and let's see here we're going to have a good show today we got first impressions on three different things and um, but first I want to take a quick moment here to pay a tribute to the amazing uh, Betty White who passed away uh, just a week or so ago um, it was just uh, a really sad moment, really. Uh, she died at uh, the age of 99. It was three weeks before her 100th birthday, and it, she died on, uh, I believe it was on New Year's Eve, and so she didn't quite make it into uh, 2022. Um, so it was the last thing that 2021 took from us all. And, uh, you know, Betty White, she played a lot of many great roles in movies and uh, TV shows throughout her career. Um, what most notable, I think for me, maybe to a lot of people was the role of Rose in the Golden Girls. Uh, Rose was a fantastic character in the Golden Girl, Golden Girls show, uh, whose dimwittedness was only surpassed by the amazingness that Betty White brought to each and every episode. And, uh, one of, I know it's uh, newer stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, she also was in the proposal. Uh, with Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, uh, I thought she did an amazing job in that. It was hilarious in that show, in that movie, and so uh, yeah, ninety nine years old. What a what a great life she lived, and hopefully we'll all be lucky enough to live a nice, full, fulfilling life as much as Betty White did. Uh, but rest in peace to Betty White. Uh, shout out to her family and friends who uh, will miss her more dearly than just her fans will. Uh, but um, we do miss Betty White, and so um, I want to talk a quick little short little blurb here. If you are on the NH Media Facebook page or just friends with me on uh, Facebook, then you see that I have mentioned, uh, announced a new comic book series coming from NH Media uh, titled Anubis. Now, Anubis, um, and I'm just, I should probably pull up the... Uh, I'm going to pull up the actual des- the description that we put out here. Uh, Anubis is a new comic book that we're going to be putting out uh, hopefully in 2022. It's being created by me and Elena, Elena Donahue. Uh, she is a, an amazing young artist who uh, just turned 17, has already graduated. She's really smart. Um, she has her own little clothing business. Uh, in, uh, out. It's online and then a little bitty small portion of uh the perfect blend and uh which is the coffee shop that her parents own that's in sheridan arkansas and um so she's very talented 
and um, we added a, a f- several um, artists to the NH Media team um, whenever we had this uh, Hero Day or this comic book, a little small con that we had back in November, and uh, just so happened the every kid that came in was just uh, it seemed like had really great uh, amazing artwork it was talking to me about it and so um i you know i want to help people and put things out not just of my own um uh you know of my own accord i want to help everybody put things out and uh that's really what nh media is about we're not here to get famous or anything like that um we're um we're just having fun here and you know just you know as artists um, and when I say artists, I mean podcasters, writers, or writer, uh, artists, you know, musicians, whatever. Um, we we just need a place to thrive and a place to put out, use our creativity and put things out. And that's basically what the goal of Vintage Media is, is to be that spot where we can all do that. Um, and everybody so far is in the state of Arkansas, but that doesn't mean we won't, you know, uh, get other people from out of state. Um, but you know, it's just something that we can do all together and, uh, everybody work with to get together to put things out. And, uh, so yeah, me and Elena are putting out, uh, Anubis, which is a, going to be a superhero comic book, um, which I planned on doing other comic books besides superhero shows, superhero ones, cause vengeance, um, to, to show that I can do other things. I have stories I want to tell. Um, but I also decided that I wanted to grow the superhero unit and build my own superhero universe, um, like in the vein of Marvel or DC's uh, superhero universe, I want to do my own. I'm kind of inspired in a little bit by uh, what Radiant Black um, and Image are going to be doing and adding other different books. And um, I'm really a big fan of Invincible and how uh, the Image superhero universe, how they've had, had other people in there, like Savage Dragon Spawn, stuff like this, um, and all those. Um, superheroes and that or and more in the uh Im- invincible universe like tech jacket and um uh brit and um guardians of the uh <laughs> of the globe not the galaxy i almost said galaxy but i was like no that's wrong son that's wrong kid um yeah and so you know that that's kind of really my inspiration i was like i want to grow it i want to be like my own invincible universe you know and uh so i decided that you know i have these other ideas and i'm gonna but then i came up with this idea the other night i couldn't sleep and uh i came up with this idea for a new comic book character and uh and and i'm not gonna i'll I'll go into a little bit more after what i'm gonna get the description but um I guess this is what happens when you're up to like 1.30 in the morning. It says, In the year 1996, 25-year-old Tyrone Ty Moss has it all. As the oldest of two sons to one of the richest families in the world, want is a word he is not too familiar with. Ty spends his time blowing the family fortune away on fun times, his girl Viv, and anything else he decides he needs. The thrill of adventure and using his family's wealth and power to find hidden treasures is his favorite pastime. A mysterious letter regarding an uncovered hidden tomb in Egypt sends Ty off on a journey that will change his life. During the expedition into the tomb, he finds the Ankh of Anubis before falling into a coma. Fast forward to the year 2021, Ty awakens in a hospital to a changed world. The world outside the room where he has been for two and a half decades is not the same, and soon he will learn neither is he and so anubis is going to uh pick up uh in the current timeline of my superhero universe um so this be kind of be ongoing about the same time that vengeance is going maybe a little before um depending on uh 
other things I want to do in the universe. Um, what will happen with Ty is that uh, he'll find out. Well, for one, he's going to look the same exact age. I can. So these are some things I'm going to tell you a little bit about the book that you're not going to find out from that post. Um, so thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> uh, he's going to be the same. He's going to look the exact same. It's been two and a half years, but he hasn't aged at all. Um, he still looks like he's 25 years old. Um, that's because the Ankh of Anubis go, is going to give him a powers of, of Anubis, uh, the Egyptian god. Um, I like mythology, and I noticed in comic books you really get a lot of Greek mythology and then a lot of Norse mythology, of course. Um, you don't really see too much of the Egyptian um and I say that, and then I read a book last night that had Anubis in it, and I was like, oh, crap, uh, but not the, what I'm going to do. Um, but anyway, so I really wanted to lean heavy into that Egyptian mythology. So I chose Anubis um, because, one, I just like uh, who Anubis is um, in the mythology uh, world, and I decided that uh, I wanted to build a superhero that um, basically gets the powers of Anubis. And so that's what um, was the original idea in my head, and that's where it built onto the little description that I've already given you. Um, and so we're going to see Ty, and he's going to develop these powers of Anubis. And so if you look up Anubis and learn research more about him, um, then you see that you know he has like basically super uh, a super type strength, super speed, stuff like this. You know, basic um, powers. Um, and uh, some other things, uh, which we, we'll get into into the book. Um, but then, you know, in th- and that's just the first arc of setting up um, thing. And then, but I want to get into more further. If, if you look up Anubis, you see that Anubis is like this wolf-type looking character. Um, I, I, I don't know if wolf is the right word. Um, but you see that he's like a creature-looking thing, right? Okay, a beast-looking thing. So I want to play off of that more. Um, and be, and so the, basically I, um, because whenever I was telling Kyle, hearing about this, um, you know, guys know Kyle, uh, he's been on the show. He was on the last episode. Uh, anyways, I was telling him about it and he, you know, he's like, Ooh, this reminds me of Moon Knight. And, and, and while it does, it's going to have similar to that. Um, I also really, you know, I mentioned to him that this is really a cross. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to change from one, it's going to start one thing, go into something completely different before finally having a, something going to a third and final thing that is a cross between the first two. And that's kind of where I want to go in it um, with the story. And it, you know, besides uh, Moon Knight, it's really like a cross between Shazam and Hulk. And, um, so now that you know a little bit about Anubis, who Anubis is, if you didn't know already, and the, the part where I said what he looks like, if you look about, look at Anubis and look at pictures and just the image that we released, teaser image, that's really, if, and then I say Hulk, I want you to just go ahead and put those things together. And what could that mean? What, what could happen there? And that's really where we're going to take Anubis um and where um what uh, ty is going to struggle with um after finally what he thought thinks getting a, a a grip on the powers and then what what will come into um but anyways that's neither here nor there um let's get into some news though so michael keaton who you all might know from the uh, uh 1989 uh i think it's 89 uh batman uh movie 
Um, yeah, so uh, Tim Burton Batman movie, then Batman Returns. Um, he, he's been in the news recently um, because he is coming back for the Flash, the Flash movie, or Flashpoint movie, whatever it is. Um, he's going to be rep- reprising the role of Bruce Wayne slash Batman in, uh, in Flashpoint. And so that, that's been really getting people really excited, you know, really excited to see, um, a very nostalgic, it's a nostalgic type deal as we've been, uh, just a train that we've been going on for the past couple weeks, it seems, um, it's this nostalgia train and, Anyways, uh, so that that's been old news of him going to be in the Flash movie. However, some more news has just come out that Michael Keaton uh, will be in the Batgirl movie that um, I believe is HBO Max exclusive. Uh, the last time that I I know that that Blue Beetle was HBO Max exclusive, and then they changed Blue Beetle uh, to theatrical release, which we mentioned uh, on the previous episode. But um, so. Um, yeah, so Batman, Michael Keaton will be playing Batman in the uh, in the Batgirl movie. So that's pretty cool. Um, and which also J.K. Simmons is coming back as uh, Commissioner Gordon in that in that movie as well. So that that's a really cool moment. Really cool things happening. Uh, gonna be oh, you know DC. You know they're kind of behind on Marvel um, in the uh, movie department, but they got a lot of things planned out really excited about what they are going to do i you know black adam's on my uh list my short list uh for uh the top five things of geek things released in 2022 so i'm excited for things that dc is doing um and uh hopefully they can uh make some great stuff because i mean some things have not been well received i know i've enjoyed a lot of the stuff that people haven't enjoyed um but that's just me i want everyone to enjoy it um as much as i do um, but I mean, I can see where people didn't like stuff, but, um, I think everybody is open up to their own interpretation of things as long as they don't change the character, um, and make it something completely different. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I, I paused for a minute cause, uh, Phoenix came in here and, uh, and, 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 and if you notice today, uh, uh, recording, I'm recording on Thursday, which is January the 6th. Um, and the show is going to be coming out on Friday, January the 7th, um, mainly because we just put out the new episode of Cryptozoomology, and I don't want to take that away from them. It took me all week. Normally, I record a lot like, earlier in the week. However, um, just to tell you guys a little bit of stuff, is my mom was diagno- uh, not diagnosed, uh, tested positive uh, with COVID on Monday. Um, so my mom has COVID now, which is not... I mean, it's not like I live with my mom or anything because I'm thirty. I'm thirty-four, uh, which uh, I don't still live with my mom, which wouldn't be nothing. Nothing against you if you still live with your mom. I was just saying. Um, <laughs> oh man, I hope I didn't step anything wrong there. I apologize if I did. Uh, but I was going to say that the reason why it's a big deal is because, and I haven't recorded yet, is uh, this week why it took so long to record to find a time is because my kids happen to stay the night with her on saturday night into sunday and so we've been quarantining all week all the kids have been here all week i have five kids by the way in case you didn't know <laughs> and 
Oh my God. It has been a madhouse in this house all week long. Uh, my wife and I have had to work opposite shifts. Luckily, she has a job that just lets her work 40 hours. We both work from home. And uh, luckily, she has a job that lets her work her 40 hours whenever she is able to. Um, so um, that, that's that been really cool. And uh, uh, But it has been loud every day and crying and screaming and stuff. Um, just, you know, how kids are and um so i haven't had the chance to have a quiet moment all week long but today has actually been a really good day the kids have been really quiet compared to normal um and i say that with phoenix just coming in here um but at least she wasn't here long here she comes back again um but uh i'm gonna hit a quick pause uh girl dad time it's fun times um anyways ah <sighs> boy where was i oh yes michael keen going to back girl uh but yeah i think that's it all right uh so uh a show premiered on disney plus um this past a uh, couple weeks ago like now uh, not last week i guess um the it's the book of boba fett um which is a spinoff of the mandalorian and also just star wars it's just star wars in general um but yeah so this this show is basically following Boba Fett uh, as he become has become he's taken over you know Jabba uh, died and then uh, what dude other dude um, who was Jabba's number two um, took over his place but now uh, so at the post credit scene of Mandalorian season two Boba and Finnick um, go in and they they take dude out um, and I, I I'm beefing on dude's name right now but I. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So this is following him as the new leader of the the Hut Cartel, I guess. Um, and so the episode opens um, w- with uh, a flashback of Boba um, escaping the Sarlacc pit where he got thrown into in Return of the Jedi. Um, so that's a really cool thing. I'm not going to really talk about how that happens. Um, I think you should just watch the show yourself. But the um, episode f- switches between flashbacks and what's ongoing uh, storyline. I haven't watched the second episode. There's a second episode already out. It comes, the show's episodes come out every Wednesday. I think there's seven episodes. Um, I just haven't had time to uh, watch the second episode yet. I just told you guys it was. it's, it's been a crazy week. Um, let's see, uh, um, but yes, yeah, so the, in the episode, uh, as I said, it, it flashes back, and we see, after he crawled out of the Sarlacc pit, and then he's like, you know, like, knocked out and stuff, laying there, and then the Jawas come and steal his armor, and so that's how we see how, eventually, uh, uh, Mando gets the armor, um, eventually, and then he gives it back to Boba, so we see how that happened. Um, and then he gets captured by the Sand People um, and the Tusken Raiders. And so then we get to see um, Boba being a prisoner of the Tusken Raiders, and um, and and also and then in the in the present time we see him dealing with uh, this new position that he has over the huts, and you know people coming in and offering him tributes, and then going to see. Um, other other people um 
Anyways, uh, I don't really want to talk too much, too much about um, Boba, Bo- Book of Boba Fett, and you know, give too much away. Um, but it's really, it's really cool. Um, it's it started off kind of slow for me um, in the first episode, um, but it it's really good. So I don't really want to take away. I'm trying to pull up. You know, normally I don't really. I mean, normally when I do first impressions, um, I look at Rotten Tomatoes um, and just uh, for looking at Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, I really don't put too much stake in Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I just like to go off of this for uh, reasons. Um, the tomato meter uh, for, that's critic score is 86, and then a, sitting at an average audience score 74. Oh, okay. So if we put them in terms of 10, because I like to do terms of 10. That's an 8.5 and a 7 from critics, 7.5, a 10 from audience. And, uh, you know, I want to. I'm gonna go in the middle of those two for the first episode. Eight sounds good. Eight sounds real good. Eight out of ten for that first episode. Um, you know, I could be more. Um, I don't know how the second episode did. So I mean, I really can't talk too much on that. Um, but so maybe the sh- it's gonna. I mean, it's not bad at all. It's just I mean, I found it kind of slow at some stuff. Um, and so, but we we will see how it goes. Um, I will give you a full breakdown of the show after the series ends, and my full impressions on that, much like we did with Hawkeye uh, last week. Uh, but I'm going with eight out of ten so far, just for the first episode, um, which uh, that's just my just my opinion on. And you're welcome to your own opinion. Um, if you think I'm just real bad off, uh, either way, just let me know. Um, but yeah that that that's how i that's how i'm grading it um but check it out on disney plus you can watch the first two episodes now as of this recording um and yeah book of boba fett um but uh so playstation um just announced that the well they already announced before their psvr this the next p playstation vr um device and they have uh, now they have fully um, announced that it will be called PSVR2, yay! Um, and so, yeah, like we were all big surprised on that. But uh, I do have a little bit of specs here on it. Um, uh, but they didn't show the what it looks like for some reason. Um, but they they did include the. Um, uh, the controllers, the name of them will be called the Sense Controllers, which will offer things such as haptic feedback, a trademark feature available in uh, those DualSense controllers for PS5. Um, the PS5, uh, PSVR 2 will also feature an OLED display with a 2000 times 2040 per eye panel resolution. The headset will also support 90 hertz and 120 hertz with a field of view of approximately 110 degrees. Um, there's going to be four cameras on the headset and a controller tracking IR camera for per eye tracking. Your movements and the direction will look at reflected, at are reflected in in-game without the need for an external camera, Sony noted in their blog post. Um, a couple games that they announced um, will be Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is being co-developed by Guerrilla Games and Fire Spirit Games, um, Fire Spirit Sprite games um fire sprite games was actually acquired by playstation um last september uh so it's a first party studio 
Um, this would be a spinoff of the Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Zero uh, whatever the next game that's coming out next month is. Um, then um, another one that's called Call the Mountain, which uh, no details have uh, been... Oh, that Call the Mountain is the... Uh, is <laughs> the horizon call the mountain uh no too much details but um i've put out about the game but it's built specifically for psvr2 and will open the door for players to go deeper into the world of horizon um i believe they announced another game um but i can't really find uh that game um uh wherever that is so yeah i don't i don't i don't see what that one is called um, but yeah, so that's PSVR 2. Hopefully when we get more details about that, we'll be able to share that, including price point. I, I mentioned $400 at least. Um, let's see. If you watch the Netflix movie Extraction, um, that movie series, uh, which has Chris Hemsworth, um, which I believe they're doing a sequel for, um, but apparently they're getting a video game on that as well. I haven't watched that movie. I know it was uh, made by Joe and Anthony Russo. The Russo brothers, um, but yeah, so they're apparently it's getting a video game, which is not to be confused with Rainbow Six Extraction, which is the new Tom Clancy Rainbow Six game, um, which is now going to be, uh, which I believe um, comes out on January the twentieth. It's releasing on Xbox Series X and S, PS Five and PS Four, Stadia and PC. Um, it's at a budget pro point price of thirty nine ninety nine for players who plan to buy the game. Um, it also has a cross-play buddy pass where every copy of the game comes with two passes to invite friends to play for free for 14 days. It's a co-op player versus everyone first-person shooter where you can work with uh, PVE. I don't know if that's player versus everyone. I, I just assumed. Um, where you can work with up to two other players to take down an alien enemy called their Archians? Archians? Um, it was originally called Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, but they changed it to Extraction because of reasons. <laughs> uh, that Quarantine didn't seem like a good name. Uh, but anyway, why I'm mentioning it um, is because it is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one, on January the 20th. So if you have Xbox Game Pass for uh, Xbox or PC Game Pass, you will be able to play Rainbow Six Extraction for free. And luckily, I do have Game Pass, so... Um, which a lot of cool things coming uh, to Game Pass in January, including the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, where you can play um, remake of all three original Mass Effect games, which does not include Mass Effect Andromeda, because they don't want to waste your time. So, <laughs> some Mass Effect fan just straight up just turned this show off. That's okay, guys. I mean, we have to we have to realize our mistakes and our uh, our failures, <laughs> the things we do wrong, like Mass Effect Andromeda. Ooh, that was something. Um, but yeah, speaking of video games um, that I enjoy, uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, which uh, the campaign I am, I think I'm almost through uh, with the storyline. Um, but I've, um, and I will give full thoughts on that um, eventually. Um, but I'm also trying to uh, uh, do a lot, everything, because there's a lot of side stuff. And I'm trying to do all that. Um, but anyways, uh, the multiplayer, um, which I have talked about about the Battle Pass in the past. Battle Pass in the past. Um, but they've done a lot uh, to fix that. Um, and the... 
uh, first event that they're doing for season one, Halo Infinite's uh, Fracture. Tenrai has returned um, for a second go around where you can uh, unlock more, uh, unlock that uh, Ronin armor, uh, samurai armor, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, they have actually, not only has it returned, but they've updated a lot um, where it's easier to unlock stuff in the, in the um, event, um, such as you can unlock, um, there's always at least one uh, event um, uh, objective to do, um, which used to, where you weren't guaranteed in your weekly objectives to have something for the event. Um, if you finish the event, objective you may get something that was not event of objective and then you had to like do at least one or two you know however many normal objectives to hopefully get something for the event but now it's guaranteed to at least have one currently i think i have two um on my thing um i'm not i don't have a lot of time to play multiplayer a whole lot um because i'm too or i mean i do but i'm too stuck in the freaking campaign so good um but I, I am I'm trying to work on that to try to get that um, armor, uh, but they've made it easier now, so I'll probably be able to just play just a few few matches to get that unlocked. Uh, but yeah, so check it out, um, Fracture Tenrai on the Halo Infinite, which is on Game Pass um, for Xbox as well. Um, some side news for people out there like Kyle and other people is that um, Morbius, the much-delayed movie from Sony, uh, starring Jared Leto, and apparently Michael Keaton's in there. Um, it's been delayed again to April. This is like the seventh time that the movie's been delayed. <laughs> um, sadness abounds for many people. I'm not really, I, I don't know if I really too care too much about the movie. Uh, just, I don't know, I'll just have to wait and see, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm very timid about the movie of one Jared Leto did not does not seem confident about the movie anyways whenever he was interviewed about it one time it did not seem like he, he thought it was a good movie either so I'm really I'm really scared with no MCU involvement with Marvel uh, involvement if this is gonna be a good movie or not and I just not too hundred percent on board for the Morbius character just not a character I care too much about anyways um, don't, don't shoot me. Um, that's just who I am. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it may be good, but I, I don't know why this one got delayed. I mean, I, I don't think they gave a reason. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if it's all the rising COVID cases, but yet they have Spider-Man No Way Home just killing it at the box office right now. So obviously people want to go see Spider-Man No Way Home and they don't really care about, um, uh, covid or anything but I, I don't know um i did read a rumor that um that the reason why it was delayed is because they are adding andrew garfield to the movie and um i don't know if that's true or not but that'd be kind of cool i mean i wouldn't mind if they delayed it for that reason i that, i just read that rumor today so if you you're like a what really um yeah uh We'll see, you know, who knows, who knows why I delayed, but I mean, at this point, just release it on a streaming site, I don't know, Kyle said that on his Facebook, but seriously do it, um, but anyways, so we're going to move into the new, um, the newer, the newer, the newer, um, uh, what, segment, segment, that's the word I'm looking for, segment, 
that we have is called Primetime Reading, where we read comics. I don't actually read the whole thing. Um, where we read comics that are digital exclusive comics, at least for this time, at this time. Anyways, digital exclusive comics that you can get by being um, the Comixology Originals, and you can get them if you have a Comixology Unlimited subscription, or if you just have Amazon Prime, you can actually read these through Prime Reading. If you have a Prime membership, you get a lot of cool stuff that I didn't really, you know, used to. I just thought it was just uh, two-day shipping, basically. Uh, but it, there's a lot of stuff. And then the Prime Video, but there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff you can get with Prime. Um, membership so check it out prime reading you can check out 10 things at one time to read digitally and uh, i did get a tablet for christmas and oh sorry about that i apologize um but anyways so as i said i'm running to read these um books because they've been put out by pretty good uh creators um and so this book this week is called we have demons number one uh from scott snyder uh, he's the writer, Greg Capullo is on pencils, Jonathan Galapian is on inks, Dave McCaig on colors, and Tom Napolitano on letters. And uh, if I mispronounced any of those names, I'm sorry, I'm horrible with names. Um, so it's a really great book. Um, so I really want to just read this first page to you guys. I'm not going to read the whole comic book to you, um, but it says, Hark! Before we start a warning for the squeamish, this is a story about the fall of mankind, the big F-O-M, not in a poetic sense, though. More in a faces-ripped-off-skulls-and-eaten sense, or like in the sense that it is actual demons reaching up and pulling people's guts out through their buttholes while all around them the earth cracks open and the sky crashes down in white-hawk chunks that turn their friends and family and everyone they love into clouds of blood splatter and burnt hair smell, like in that sense. But... It's also about faith. That's the trigger warning part. Because some people, like me, faith makes them queasy. So I felt I needed to just put it out there. You've been warned. Now, where to start? Maybe with God folk. That's the uh, opening page to We Have Demons, number one. Um, that uh, the, the trigger warning part of the faith. I didn't, when I said like me, wasn't me. It was me got got snyder I'm, I'm imagining since he wrote it but that was just hilarious the guts out through their buttholes part and i just really wanted to share that with you guys um so anyway we see um here uh and it's it's a girl and uh she a lady she's talking to um friends of hers bob and layla a spoon um it's uh, this girl's neighbors apparently um and she she's speaking to them um and uh just talking to them and um let me see just you know you a little bit about bob i'm trying to figure out what this girl's name is i can't remember um anyways so this, she's just talking this long uh thing that the the lila layla girl is pregnant with triplets uh, apparently this girl's going to be the uh the triplets godmother and uh she's like wanting to know what they're what the girl's doing here and what can they do what can the spoons do with you um because then oh her name is lamb there it is um after lamas lamasu an ancient angel and then she says that she's going to murder the spoons with this hatchet um <laughs> so i'll go in and you see this background of the women get to see uh lamb's uh background and she has this uh arm that's like wooden or something um 
plastic or something because she's lost an arm before. Um, and we see that her dad took that arm for some reason. Um, anyway, so we, we see this background of her with her dad and her dad's like used to apparently, you know, uh, was one of those people that get out demons and stuff like this. Um, so we get to see, uh, Lamb's childhood and ventures with her father a little bit. And then we see, um, her growing up, her dad's passed on. Um, she has this weird relationship with her stepmom and I'm just really, um, going through here. Um, and then you find out, then she finds out what her dad was doing and there was this door that says hell on it. Um, so apparently you find out that her dad was a part of this group that it, like fight demons and crap. And, uh, then, uh, as we're saying, we're going on and then we, you, then we eventually get back to the present with lamb and Bob and Lila and she's got this hatchet and she's just going to murder them. And she's telling them why she's going to murder them. And she tells them that they're, they're demons basically. And then they, the demons pop out of, of the skin and stuff. And it's very horrific looking reminds me of immortal Hulk and its look. And, um, so then, um, she basically fights them. Um, and fight, as she's fighting them, this other type demon looking thing, creature comes in and takes them out because she wasn't doing too good anyway and he's looking his name is gus and he kind of reminds me and it's like imagine like hellboy or something but he, in a look sort of but not red and it's just like normal color and then so so basically then this is where we're at um and he's gonna lamb used to be her dad's um her dad's partner and um so now they're going to fight these demons and stuff together um and so i, I read this entire first issue and demon stuff is really not normally my forte you know not something i'm normally into um and i kind of breeze past a lot of the book mainly because i think that you should read it i don't want to give out too much information i'm trying not to i try not to do that on um, these i'm trying not to do you know give out too much information on stuff um but I think you should, you know, look into it and check it out. Um, I really enjoyed it. So um, I definitely highly recommend We Have Demons. Um, I believe that it's coming out through Dark Horse now. Um, it's starting in like uh, March or April, um, I think. So you can actually, if you don't read digitally, you can get it physically. Um, and so I think it's in the previous guide. I just have it, I have it over there and it looks like it's on the cover, but I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't know exactly. I think it's Dark Horse, though. Um, but, yeah. I know Dark Horse is putting out the all-nighter from Chip Zerdarsky, so I think that they're doing it this one, too. Um, let's see, guys. Uh, before we get into the first impressions for this episode, we just got a little bit of continued impressions. I finally watched Season 2 of Lock and Key, and this Season of 2 of Lock and Key was so so amazing it was so um which uh, the first season was amazing but this second season was even better than the first season and i think couldn't think that was possible i mean i this show is sitting at a 9.5 for me i mean i i it was so good i don't know what could be different about the show um my wife got me the key house compendium for christmas so i'm gonna be able to read the whole book series so i'll be able to give you continued impressions on that because uh if you listen when we did the first impressions on Lock and Key, I did the first episode of the first season and the first volume of the book. 
and talked about the differences and stuff like that. Um, but I, um, I am excited to read the whole series. Um, I haven't had the chance to read that before yet. Uh, and before be able this episode to be able to give you the continued impressions on that as well at the same time. Um, but Lock and Key season two is really great. Um, I'm, I'm anxious to see in the book how they different and what happens, um, just different things, um, that happen. Um, but if you haven't watched Lock and Key on Netflix and you're a fan of comics, I definitely highly recommend that you watch it. It's a really great show. Um, and it just gets better as it goes on. Uh, I know, uh, it's got a lot of cool people. Aaron Ashmore's in it, which is really cool. Um, so it's a really great show. So check that out and enjoy it um, because, it, as I said, it's a, sitting at a 9.5 on me uh, for right now. So, yeah, check it out, though, uh, on Netflix. But let's go ahead and move into the first impressions. We got three first impressions today, um, and I'm going to briefly touch on them um and mainly because uh, it's been a little bit since I've seen them, so I might have forgot the finer details of them. But I know how I feel about them, um, and so. Um, but we will we will get into them, um, and so. Without further ado, we're going to get into Death to 2021. It is a Netflix special um, that is a mockumentary on. 2021 and all the things that happened during that and it's a comedy obviously i said mockumentary which is a comedy spoof of a documentary um anyways it and you know we look at the rotten tomato scores there's no critic score on uh there um and which is rings true for all three of my things today um but there is a audience score it's sitting at a 31 so a three out of ten i i I don't know. Maybe I just enjoyed it more. I mean, I would give it. A, I'm gonna give it a five. I'm gonna give it a five um, because it, it it started off strong. Got a little. It was a, a the, maybe the second half wasn't as strong. It's it's pretty funny. Um, it's a comedic take. Maybe it's just not for everyone. Some people maybe it's probably lower because it probably offended some people. Um, I think it takes more. And I, and I don't know if people just because some people get upset. Because it's it's political in a way because it makes fun of some of the things political, but so therefore it's probably like some either a liberal or b conservative people, um, either one of those got getting upset in their review and probably just trashing it for just because they got upset over something they saw. But the thing is, is that um, c it uh it made fun of both ways both. If, so if you're liberal or con- conservative, right? I mean, like I think it, t- I think it uh, does a great job of, you know, not sticking to one political agenda throughout the whole thing. Um, I think that it, it, you know, it makes fun and makes light of different situations that involves both. Uh, that where I guess where some people get more offended by things, um, it could uh, either offend either. Or person, um, and 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 it's a comedy, and maybe some people just don't understand that. I mean, stuff when people are making you know comedy type stuff that's political wise, I don't get offended on anything. One, I don't get offended on anything at all. I don't really care. 
Um, nothing bothers me because pe- words don't hurt, guys. I don't know if you know this or not, but they literally don't hurt. I really don't care what you say to me because, I mean, I, I'm perfectly okay in life. I mean, <laughs> so I don't really care what you think or say or do. Uh, so it doesn't really bother me. Um, I don't really don't care. Um, I mean, uh, you know, I support gay. I, I support gay people, but I didn't stop eating Chick-fil-A because of what was said, you know. I mean, it's just not what I do. Um, I mean, just not who I am. I mean, it's okay if you do that type of things or whatever way. I don't hate on someone based on what they say. If I don't agree with something, I say, guess what? There, it's a free country where you have free speech. Everybody can have their own opinion on it. I don't really care. I'm not gonna stop eating food because I dislike because of something someone said. I'm not gonna not watch something because somebody something said. I'm not gonna you know whatever. I mean, as long as they don't do something that's horrifically wrong, like I don't know, killing someone or child porn or some shit like this i mean i'm not gonna you know something where i shouldn't support someone but i mean some things i mean just what or they're just highly you know being highly racist to someone something like something that's just morally wrong um but as far as their opinion on something i'm not going to you know i i don't know it's just not me but that's neither here nor there i watched death to 2021 on netflix i mean i laughed up but a few times i enjoyed it i mean it wasn't incredibly great lawrence fishborn um narrates it they have a lot of celebrities in there um and so i mean i had a good time either you do or don't so um so um yeah either do or don't but uh that that's just my first impression of it i, I thought it was all right Alrighty here. Uh, so continuing on on these first impressions, uh, the next thing that I watched uh, was another thing on Netflix. Uh, I think everything I watched was on Netflix this week. Um, I watched Pokemon Master Journeys. It, uh, I believe it's ten episodes or something. And I haven't watched Pokemon in a long time. Um, but I was kind of feeling nostal- nostalgic. Um, because apparently that's the, that's the theme of this month is, uh, nostalgia. Um, but I am playing, uh, a Pokemon on Switch game, uh, Shining Pearl. And so I saw that this month in January, uh, Pokemon Master Journeys Part 2 was coming to Netflix. And so I said, you know what? I'm gonna watch some Pokemon. So I did. And, uh, by the way, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't even have this show on it, so I can't give you a Rotten Tomatoes score. But what I can tell you is that the first episode was really good. It was really, uh, new stuff on there, and also, at the same time, it, um, it harkens back to, you know, apparently the show's just been gone ongoing since I was a kid. Um, they've just changed it to different series, um... <clears throat> and uh but they still had like was really crazy is that meowth and uh jesse from team rocket were voiced by the same people um but it looks like everyone else is ash and it's different voice and james even from uh team rocket has a different voice um but it was weird they you know team rocket come did their thing and then um then blasted off at the end of the episode just much like pokemon was in the original pokemon animated series it's still still doing the same thing, the same the same thing, and that's totally what I was down for. And um, 
so I was I was pretty excited about that, and so I I really enjoyed the first episode. It was really good. I like the new characters, um, and uh, you know, like seeing the newer Pokemon and stuff, and um, <clears throat> they got a uh, Pokemon from uh, even the Sword and Shield in there. Um, the newer games that have come out, uh, not the remakes, Shining Pearl and uh, Brilliant Diamond or remakes, um, but. Uh, they, uh, it, it, it seems pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with an 8. Uh, right now, an 8 out of 10. That sounds good. We'll go with that. Um, just for um, but just for my nostalgia heart that I have going right now, I, I, really, I really needed that show to be a reminder of my childhood and uh, watching Pokemon. And it was. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So I'm really glad for that. Um, that's all really that I have much to say on the Pokemon Master Journeys. If you're a fan of Pokemon, check it out. Really good. Um, I also watched a new show that is on um, Netflix right now. Uh, it's a limited series called Anxious People. And uh, Anxious People follow... Uh, let me... I'm going to try to get some uh, precise description about it. Uh, but... Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, limited series on um, <clears throat> on uh, Netflix, like the Midnight uh, Mass one, and then uh, uh, the uh, True Story from uh, uh, Kevin Hart, and I really enjoyed them. Um, let's see. So the Anxious People one um, is a. This one says. It's a bank robber holds open house attendees hostage, then vanishes, leaving police baffled. Um, I believe this is it's it's um, a British show, um, and uh, follows a son and father who are both cops. It's based on a Swedish, um, or it is Swedish. I don't know. Um, I maybe think it was a book as well. Um, anyways. It um, it's really strange, not not strange. Here's the strange thing apart about it is what. So there's no critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience score is sitting at a hundred. And I'm not giving this a ten. I'm just not. Um, I'll go with a seven and a half right now. Um, I don't. And here's what throws me off from probably giving it an eight, is that I, I think it was based on a Swedish novel. And, um, it, it's definitely British in, I don't know what is wrong with it, of uh, the audio. I'm having, I wonder if anyone else has watched this, by the way. If you watched Anxious, Anxious People, kind of let me know if you're experiencing this too. Um, <clears throat> the audio doesn't seem to match up with what's going on screen. Like, I mean, like, it has, like, it's like off a little bit, like it off a couple seconds or something. Which is weird. I don't know. I mean, but it it's not like they're moving their mouths and saying something different. It's not like it's watching like Squid Game. You're watching an English language, but it's a Korean show, and you obviously know they're speaking Korean. But we're getting here in English, and obviously the word you know you know the it, it's dubbed over, and it, you know it's not gonna match up. But this is like they are saying the right things. So like it was filmed in Britain or Sweden or whatever. Frick it was filmed, but then 
the audio doesn't match up right even though it's not english it's not people trying to it's not like american people trying to speak or you know dubbed over or whatever like that i mean it's literally they are speaking in english on the show but then the audio doesn't it's not synced up right or something i I honestly honestly don't know what what is up with it to be truthful with you i don't know and i reset my netflix many times tv and all kinds of junk and played other things and i just i don't know i just couldn't so um yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what what is going on um, with it. So I don't know if it's just me or if, if it's everybody. I tried looking it up online, Googling it. I couldn't find any information. And just, I don't know, you know. I don't know what to say about it um, or what the, I don't know what the deal is. Um, but it, it's, it's really, it really threw, threw me off and kind of, took me it it's taken me out of watching it and so like the premise of it i really wanted to watch more and the story seems really great something i'd be interested in to crime type deal but it just it it I, it's really bothersome to me to like hear something and then look and see and the it's like it's just off a couple seconds and it's just it's just it's just bad messing with me, you know. Uh, and I just, I just can't, I just can't do that. So, um, yeah. So that's how I feel about it. But anxious people, I think, I, I really want someone else to try to watch it and let me know what you think about it and tell me if you are having the same audio issue that I'm having. Um, but I mean, it's not a bad show, uh, and I think that I would probably like it better. If I didn't have that audio issue, which was taking me taking me out of it, so that's probably what my problem is. <clears throat> Sorry, gang. Mm. Anyways, guys, that is all that I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with today. Um, I like to wrap this bow under uh, an hour when it's just me. Uh, any more talking than an hour with me it feels I feel like it's too much of just one one person, and especially this person being me. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, I like to leave uh, at least one episode every week where I uh, let you know that I'm a huge fan of comics, um, in case you didn't know that. I mean, I kind of started off talking about a comic that I'm writing, and then in the middle of the show, we got a, we did primetime reading. Uh, you know, comics are kind of my deal, and um, so every week, uh, new comics come in on uh, Wednesdays, unless you're DC and you put your books out on Tuesdays, but every week, I try to recommend comics that are coming out, because <clears throat> I want to promote comics more, and I want you to read comics. Uh, if you're listening to the show, you should be reading comics. And, uh, and just so to diversify your reading material, I try to give you a DC book, a Marvel book, and an independent book. Uh, there's a lot of more great books other than these. Uh, but these are just some of the top choices that I have of the week. Um, we'll start off with DC. Uh, for DC, and, um, and I try to pick out newer things, stuff that catches my eye. Uh, but... Um, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta go to that well that you already drew from and knew. And this is a newer series. This, uh, Dark Knights of Steel number three from Tom Taylor. Um, alter, set in an alternate world, um, where, uh, all these, all our favorite heroes and villains are in mid, the middle ages times. And, uh, it's been a great series. Tom Taylor is amazing at those alternate earth tales. 
Um, I've praised him many a times on this show. And, uh, yeah, so um, definitely check out Dark Knights of Steel, number three. Uh, it's a 12-issue it's a series, I believe. 12-issue um, <clears throat> limited series. So check that out from DC. Um, but if you're into an independent thing, then my, I suggest a crime book called The Fourth Man, number two. This is from AWA Upshot, and I actually got it right here. Um, it's, it's already past New Comic Book Day. I got my new comics. And so I got the book right here. It is a four-issue series, as I said, from AWA Upshot. They're really great. They put out really great books, and I highly recommend anything that they put out. I'm really excited about this one. I haven't started reading it yet, um, but this book is from Jeff McC comzy and mike didato jr and uh, i'm really really excited about this one so check out the fourth man i got a special i don't know if this is a regular cover or not but i got a cover uh that has uh some pancakes on it <laughs> so made me hungry uh but anyways uh for marvel though i think you should pick up electra black white and blood number one this is a I believe four or five issue miniseries they've done a few of these black white and bloods they've done wolverine they've done deadpool they've done carnage and now they're doing electra and uh this falls in the vein of the black batman black and white um dc's doing their own type books like that they did superman red and blue and then they did wonder woman black and gold um but anyways um electra black white and blood number one um i've really enjoyed reading about reading Electra stuff in Daredevil uh, run, and so I, I'm kind of into it now. I'm kind of into the whole Daredevil world uh, right now, and so that's, um, that's why I'm recommending Electra Black, White, Blood. If this was me you are talking to two years ago, I would not be recommending this book, but I am now. Uh, so I've seen the light, and uh, you should too. Uh, but yeah, there's three great books. Plenty of other books, though. Find out at your local comic book shop. If you're in Little Rock, check out Retrograde Comics on Kavanaugh. That's where I get my comics from. But if you have another comic book closer to you, that's cool, too, as long as you support local comic book shops. Um, if you can't get to one, you can always order your online, uh, order your comic books online or read them digitally. Um, you can order your comic books online through uh, DCBS and get them shipped to your house. Uh, you order ahead of time, and you can get them at a discount, and then they ship them all, and you get them after they come out. But, I mean, that's, that's that seems like a pretty cool service. You you live in a rural area that you can't get to a comic book shop. Um, but, anyways, that uh, definitely check out your local comic book shop. Support them. Get some great books. Uh, and if you get something cool, let me know about it. I mean, maybe I'm not reading it, or maybe I am reading it. Maybe and we can talk about it, or you can tell me if I need to read this. Um, and so, yeah, that's it, guys. That is all the episode of episode 15 of the original geek show thank you so much for tuning in as always make sure you're following us give us a rating on spotify you can do that now uh, make sure you're listening to other uh, crypto zoomology uh, which comes out every thursday um, you can check that out on the channel as well and uh, we got a lot of big things coming besides anubis in, in 2022 um yeah maybe adding some more shows to the uh I think we got a Marvel. There's a tabletop RPG game coming out from Marvel. I think we're going to do a. Me and Kyle are going to get group people doing that, doing a show based on that. Um, which uh, hopefully I can uh, introduce my character of Carl Maximoff, uh, the uh, third Maximoff child unknown to uh, the world. Um, that's my Marvel fanfic. 
<laughs> uh, maybe some other shows, maybe some other cool things coming. Who knows? Who knows what we'll be putting out in 2022? I don't even know, and I and I run this deal. I, I was going to say this company, but it's really not a company. It's just some people having fun, hanging out, doing some cool stuff. And we hope that you support us. Um, and, yeah, check us out, like I said. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, but all that's all that I have for you today. Next episode should be doing the Harry Potter reunion, and and uh, one episode, either next one or the next one, we're gonna be doing a. I'm gonna be looking at the top things that I watched and read and listened to in 2021. Uh, but in, a great year, guys, and uh, glad that you're here with me. We'll see you next time, and I'm gonna leave this to my buddy Fred Lane. Let's go! It's my destiny!